Hey everyone, welcome back to the Salt Boys Podcast. I'm Alex Rockoff. It's Tim Finnerty. And uh, this is our first episode of the, this hockey season, seventh overall. And it's been a while. It's, been, it's good to see you again, you know. Uh, you know, it's good to talk hockey again, good to watch hockey, even if it's uh, with two of our miserable teams, the Red Wings and the Sabres. But it's good to have hockey back in this uh, shortened season. Yeah, they, uh, Sabres and Red Wings have been pretty unwatchable at this time but <laughs> luckily with uh daily fantasy hockey we get to watch a lot of other teams it's nothing like you know watching your team lose but win money at the same time so exactly. yeah, yeah. trade-offs in life yeah so uh let's start off and uh we'll, we'll start off with some of the teams that uh, we didn't really play um kind of our reasons why first one uh tampa bay at chicago um pat kane has been <laughs> fucking amazing he's he's in the running for mvp along with Matthews and McDavid, um, you know, no one thought Chicago would, you know, be competitive in a potentially a playoff team this year. And Kane's the reason, uh, you know, they're in the hunt. Um, as good as he's been, um, Vasilevsky's um, the Tampa Bay goalie has been even better. I, I believe he has three straight shutouts. Um, he's the highest priced goalie in daily fantasy. So, um, you know, figured it, you know, maybe he'd, he'd hold up Kane and, you know, this, this would be a game we'd avoid. Moving on to our, our second game here, we had the Flyers versus uh, the Penguins here, kind of the battle of Pennsylvania, so to speak. You know, we did we did like some action in here. Just when you start looking at the Flyers, all their lines are pretty expensive. You have your top line, second and third line, were just expensive relative to other options out there. Crosby coming back for the Penguins, uh, activated off a of COVID nineteen protocol, so you know they do have some of their firepower back. Malkin's there. It's had an okay season, but like the matchup overall, just didn't really want to spend our, our dollars there. And you'll kind of see throughout, you know, the explanation of the, the lineup creation here, why we went a couple of different other ways, but has the opportunity to be a pretty high scoring game. Like, you know, it's a couple of minutes into the game. There's already three goals there by some uh, mysterious players, so to speak. Uh, no one on the, the top lines really making too much of an impact yet, but you know, overall liked them, but couldn't fit them into the lineup. Yeah. And hopefully, uh, you know, Brian Elliott, Woody let up three goals in his first five <laughs> yeah. shots. So, you know, maybe, maybe he's pulled. <laughs> maybe he gets pulled. Maybe uh, they tighten some things up defensively and that game slows down so it doesn't get too out of hand. Um, next game uh, we decided to uh, avoid was uh, Sabres at Islanders. Um, Sabres have been super disappointing since, you know, coming back from the COVID break. Um, the Devils clearly gave them COVID. Um, the <laughs> NHL allowed it, um, allowed them to play. Um, can't really trust them at all. Um you know, they can't buy a five on five goal. And if the refs don't call penalties, you know, that's the only way to score is on the power play so far. Mm -hmm. um, also don't really like the Islanders that much. They play a bit defensive, have lower scoring games. Um, besides that Barzell line, they don't really have a, you know, an elite scoring line. So uh, decided to avoid that. Plus both, both uh, backup goalies are uh, in, the, in that game. Really, really good point about the Sabres power play. Like, the, yeah, they have it. They've been pretty good. They're actually, I think, trending to be historically, you know, at, right now maybe they're the third worst. They're trending um, for five on five scoring, and it's it's atrocious. Um, you know, with that, <laughs> without that power play, uh, you know, they really can't score goals. On to kind of our third team here, uh, our third game here: Columbus versus Dallas. You know, uh, Corpus Allis in that he's been. God awful. That's the right way to phrase it here. You know, his last win was against the Red Wings. You know, uh, let's give him a trophy here. Anybody can beat the Red Wings. 
Um, he just has not been good. And he's losing, you know, game after game after game and finally got the win there. Um, we do like, you know, a lot of the players uh, on Columbus. Like, we had been playing Atkinson for, for a while over the past couple weeks, and then this price started skyrocketing. Um, and then you have Dallas here, who's without Sagan, no Radulov. You know, they really haven't been overly impressive. They haven't played many games either, you know, due to COVID-19 protocols uh, and uh, what was happening there in Dallas. But overall, didn't didn't love this uh, matchup here. Almost thought about playing Corpusala, but then had to smack myself in the face and you know, realize that that's not, not the right play here. Because there are some people uh, on Dallas that could put in a couple goals like Hintz or Pavelski uh, if he wants to shake some rust off his skates. But overall, kind of wanted to avoid this game. A little bit unpredictable as to, to, to what may happen here. But, um, you know, I thought there were better options tonight. Yeah, and uh, fun fact, uh, you mentioned uh, Atkinson's uh, you know, price and the price of that first line. Um, he's up to 6700 it can have been more than a, a week or two ago uh, when we were playing him. He was actually as low as 4,400. Um, and that's when he started rifling in goals. And obviously that's why the his price is up there now in the 6,000s. Um, so, yeah, now let's, uh, let's get into the meat and potatoes of, uh, you know, of our lineup. Uh, first one, Carolina at Detroit. Uh, Tim, what team you like in here? Man, that's tough. That's, this is a really tough one, guys, you know. <laughs> well, uh, this is easy. You know, you got to go with uh, Carolina here. Um, you know, the Sveshnikov brothers are playing against each other tonight, which is awesome for, for them and their family here. And uh, a long time coming since Blashall, you know, purposely sat him a couple times, but we'll digress. Um, you know, Sveshnikov's, you know, 20% owned tonight, it looks like. Aho, 22% owned tonight. And I think that really is because they're just undervalued in this type of lineup. It's 5-9 for Sveshnikov. He already has a goal tonight, two shots on net, and, you know, halfway through the first period. Aho is up there too at two uh, six two, uh, and you're getting Tara Vinen back a bit tonight too, who's coming off of uh, the injured reserve, and I think that's a big piece here. Yeah, and uh, Tara Vinen's he was a game time decision. Um, he actually showed up in uh, in uh, warmups, um, and so he is playing. So that's nice. Uh, first time, uh, you know, they've kind of had three of their elite guys on the um, um, on the first line. Um, you know, fun fact. Uh, on the on their first power play unit, they'd have Stahl, Aho, um, and Trocheck, uh, all their top uh, three centers. Um, so uh, I just feel like it's an interesting strategy. You know, maybe uh, maybe we'll see Teravainen, um, you know, make it onto that first power play play unit. Um, and uh, yeah, so let's uh, let's get into the next game: uh, Winnipeg at Montreal. I don't know who just scored that second goal. I um, for Winnipeg here. I don't think it was our line. Yeah. It was either the third or fourth line. I saw it. I saw it. Um, Winnipeg is looking pretty strong in this one, but um, we're liking we're liking Winnipeg a lot. They got a they got two really strong uh, top lines. Um, tough to pick, but uh, Tim, which which of those two lines you like? <sighs> Regrettably, so uh, we had debated that first line, which seems like it would have been the better play now with Stastny, Shifley, and Wheeler. Stastny really cheap in the fours. Uh, Wheeler, uh, you know, in the in, I think it's like six two or something around there. Um, but you know you can't go wrong with that top line. Shifley so quick. Wheeler and Stastny more the veteran players there. We did go and, and uh, play the Connor Dubois uh, Ehlers line. We liked a lot. Uh, you have Connor, who's you know six four. He's putting up a significant amount of points in the past couple of games. There's a couple of games where he's at 26, 28 points on on DraftKings here. So we're hoping that trend continues a bit tonight. And then Dubois just a, a bit undervalued here at four seven. Really like that line. 
but you really can't go wrong with you those top two lines. Um, you get that power play with Wheeler, Stastny, Connor, Shifley, Morsley. Like it, it's a it's a really good power play, good team, good couple top two lines here, uh, and against a, a matchup that's pretty good against Montreal, who lost you know four out of five, fired their goaltender coach mid game, and has lost you know two basically in a row to Winnipeg over the past week without Anderson and a backup goalie. Like, what's not to like? Yeah, and uh, Kyle Connor, you know, he shoots the puck a lot. Um, with DraftKings, you get a, a multiplier bonus for five-plus shots. His last two games, his shot counts are 3-7-3-4-7-2-7. So he's hit that five-plus mark a lot. Um, so you like that he's shooting the puck, and hopefully you get, get one to go in. Um, last last um, – or next game we got um, – some good exposure in is uh, Toronto at Vancouver. Um, one team's been the hottest team in the league. The other team has been struggling defensively. Um, Tim, what, what do we got for uh, Toronto tonight? Uh, I mean, Austin Matthews. Like, it's <laughs> enough said, right? I mean, I think, you know, Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, two of the top guys in the league right now. Austin Matthews shooting the puck at a really high clip here. And then you got kind of old man Thornton, uh, who's who's sitting there on that line, who's just going to be the beneficiary at five on five, and then also at the power on the power play. We were we were talking before the episode, and you have to like the the chance that you know a puck bounces off his his skate, so to speak, or can make a pass like you know Alex was, and I were talking about early, and just Matthews rips one home or Marner makes a nice play. So uh, you know somebody that is sitting there at you know a, a very very cheap price at four one relative to a. Uh, to uh, Matthews, who's basically nine thousand dollars, eighty nine hundred. Yeah, you gotta like that playing with two of the top guys in the league. Yeah, and Toronto's playing really well. They won three straight games against Edmonton, um, outscored them thirteen to one. On the other hand, Vancouver one and four in the last uh, five games. So hopefully those trends can continue. And you know, with the way Matthews is shooting the puck, he had seven shots last game coming back from injury. He didn't score, so I know he's he's gonna be hungry. He's gonna. Hillberry one for sure. Great. And I think you touched on it. Like, I mean, opposition in terms of like looking at how well uh, Vancouver's played, haven't been overly impressive. Some, some really good guys on that team, but uh, that's your Demko. He did have a shutout the other day, but it's going to take a little bit of time for him to, to come into his own in a full season. Just, just really like that matchup with the, the Leafs firing all cylinders as tough as it is to say, we'll see what happens uh, once they get to the playoffs for all the Leafs fans out there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, some are saying that North Division is uh, pretty weak <laughs> defensively. So um, I'm curious how how they'll fare once they you know face some tighter defensive teams uh, come playoff time. Exactly. Um, yeah. So you know that those are that's our real core um, between Carolina, Winnipeg, and Toronto guys. But uh, you know, let's let's dive into you know our we'll, we'll call them our little sprinkle ins. You know, uh, <laughs> Tim, I'll let you kick this one off. You found an absolute gem of a defenseman. So, uh, like, I, I do apologize if Artem's listening to the podcast here because I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right, but Artem Zub, playing first first uh, first pair of defensemen, uh, you know, playing with Thomas Shabbat. Like, Thomas Shabbat is just a beast, great player. Autumn is playing a little bit better as of late. And, and at the end of the day, you got to like someone that's at the cheapest salary you can have for, uh, you know, a DraftKings entry at 2-5. 
what's not to like with somebody playing top top pair minutes? He uh, he got a goal the other game. Um, and, you know, it seems like you know there's a lot of excitement around him. And at two five, there's there's nothing better than finding somebody that is undervalued so that you can afford somebody like Austin Matthews and not feel bad about it. Yeah, and uh, you know Ottawa's been one of the worst teams in the league, but they've been better uh, recently. Um, their last three games, all against Calgary, who they're playing again tonight. Um, Ottawa won five to one. Calgary won the next one six three, and then Ottawa uh, won the last one six to one. So you know they're putting up some good goals, and you know with with Zub getting about fifteen minutes a game, all with Shabbat, like there's some great potential for him to score there. And you know we're really maximizing that value at twenty five hundred, which is the lowest price uh, any uh, NHL player can be in DraftKings. We also found kind of a, a nice pick here on Florida too, uh, in terms of first pairing defense. But you'll see this is kind of a theme. Like why not play these players? Exactly. Uh, Mackenzie Weger, um, $3,600, um, you know, pretty reasonably priced, um, relatively low um, on the first line with Ekblad. He's playing 20 to 25 minutes a game. Um, you know, they're also playing Nashville, who they've been struggling this year. They, uh, they haven't, you know, they're supposed to be a pretty competitive playoff team. And, you know, they're they're letting in a lot of goals. And, you know, there's there's a lot of potential here. Florida's 13, 4 and 4. Um, they're playing really well, so uh, we, we like the potential uh, Uyghur has here. And I think when you're talking about Nashville, too, like Pekarin was such a, a good goalie for such a long time, and a lot of you know a lot of rumors around whether they're going to trade somebody like Forsberg or send Ellis packing. So I think there's a lot of, you know, uh, I don't know, talk in the locker room, and at the end of the day, you know, they're getting a little bit older here. It's really uh, it's going to be an interesting decision whether they – kind of pair it all back and rebuild or whether they continue to, you know, be more of the middle upper middle of the pack, hopefully by, you know, retooling on the fly a bit here. But like, like you said, really like Uyghur in this matchup against Nashville. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and finally to wrap it up, we kind of had a throw in for goalie as well. The last game Rangers at the devils. Who we like in here, Tim. I mean, Shazirkin, it, it, not the best play in the world, if we're being honest. But at the end of the day, the Devils are shooting at a pretty high clip here. Uh, you know, like the fact that, you know, the Rangers, you know, uh, Panarin's out a bit here, but saw the value here. He's right in the middle of the pack. You know, towards the end of the first here, he's got 13 saves and one goal against. And once you get to that 35, you know, save uh, multiplier here, and you, you're potentially able to get the win with a lot of shots, like, it makes all the difference. So sometimes it's not about the best goaltender. It's more about the matchup, how many shots are coming your way, uh, and whether you think they can get the win. And I think the Rangers, you know, can can squeak a win out here tonight, even though they're down 1-0 at the end of the first. Yeah, and uh, I know we didn't play them, but uh, if, if you guys were looking for some extra value, you know, maybe, maybe you overpriced your lineup and went Matthews and Marner and looking to save with getting some uh, top exposure lines. Um, the Rangers' second line of uh, Strom, Kreider, and Blackwell – uh, all play on the first power play unit, and they're 5,400, 5,200, and 4,300. So all very affordable guys that get, uh, you know, they're on the second line, but they all get that top power play exposure. Chris Kreider has five goals in his last five games, so he's hot. So, you know, we didn't play him, but, you know, if if you're looking for some value there, there's some there on the Rangers. Yeah, I mean, I think overall, like, we, we kind of, like, construction-wise, we're wanting Carolina in there, um, you know, against Sveshnikov, already paid dividends with a goal uh, and two shots for 11.5 points at the end of the first here. 
pretty easy play. 20% of the people are playing it in the $10 tourney. Then you have Aho, two shots already with 22%, uh, you know, owned here. I think most people are trying to build around that, especially given the value. We, we saw some value in Winnipeg here too, where they're up 2 nothing against Toronto, uh, against Montreal here at the end of the first. And hopefully, you know, as the as the night games start to to open up here, uh, Tur- uh, Thornton and Matthews will get some. And when you, when you can find, you know, first uh, pair of defensemen that are cheap here for an average price of like, three one between the two of them you take it where you can get it we're all about zoob you know hopefully, zoob. hopefully later we'll be cheering zoob <laughs> we'll buying jersey. <laughs> buy jerseys officially rename this to the zoob cast <laughs> we'll have them on yeah <laughs> he scores a goal we'll have them on the next we are first actual nhl guests <laughs> i think i don't think it'll be too tough to track down though. <laughs> yeah. well uh thanks everyone for tuning in um tune back in uh next time for um some daily fantasy hockey advice Have a good night, Salt Boys.